Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how you doing this week? Zoned in, Tyler. I'm zoned in and chilling. You had me going there for a second. I thought you weren't going to be chilling, but... Oh, I'm still chilling. Well, I know you'll be chilling after what you got today. Uh, What did you get for all the people listening? Well, I just uh, happened to come across the Platinum Trophy for Modern Warfare. Just happened to find it. Yeah. Because that is exactly what we'll be talking about today. Due to the lack of movie stuff right now, uh, we thought we'd take a quick detour into some video games. Because if you haven't heard... Call of Duty may be back with Modern Warfare. And no, while it may be related, it is not a reboot or prequel to the first Modern Warfare from over 10 years ago. This is still made by uh, Infinity Ward from Activision. But it does take a lot of the characters and ideas and themes from the Modern Warfare series, but makes a new, fresh story. Mike, is all right if I explain a little bit of story details, and uh, we'll see what we like about it or didn't. Yeah, that's fine with me. You are such a wonderful storyteller. Why, thank you. So this one, a lot like the back how the first one was set in that modern day 10 years ago. This one is set in 2019 with some of the dates in the campaign matching up to this week as of recording. But basically, Captain John Price is in the game. He still works with SAS and he is doing his own missions with his own people. And he gets brought in because some gas was stolen from the Russians. And that brings him to England. There's terrorist attacks in England. It brings him to the Middle East. He's got to work with a CIA dude named Alex. He's got to work with Freedom Fighters. And it does... We will go into spoilers soon. So if you're worried about that, you might want to leave now. But the story is, I personally felt, was a lot more grounded and realistic in today's setting. Uh, Specifically with the proxy war, uh, it relates a lot to how America and Russia are playing with Syria right now. You know, we're technically at war with Russia and Syria, but it's not like a country-to-country war. It's like we're helping other people fight other people. So I'm glad to take uh, inspiration from that. But, Mike, what did you think of the story for Modern Warfare? Well, if we're going to be honest here, I thought it was one of the best stories in a Modern Warfare game since the original well let me rephrase one of the best stories in call of duty since the original modern warfare trilogy it's a lot more real there's a lot more disturbing things that kind of goes on so you got to be ready for that yeah no i'd agree with you um ever since black ops 2 the only game that call of duty has had that hasn't had a good story was infinite warfare and i know it's not a respected game but it had a damn good story. Modern Warfare is up there with a good story, for the most part. And it does harken back to the original trilogy. And I feel like whoever is there at Infinity Ward now uh, did a pretty good job getting those feelings back. And added new stuff, too. Especially the... There's two missions like it where it's just night vision, you're clearing a house. They're very, very tense the first time you play it. Well, that wasn't really the first mission, but yeah, you're tense. No, no, the first time that you play those missions. Like, we're going through them now to get the trophies, but it's not as tense. But the first time you get there, you know, can be a bit tense. Uh, And you're right, there was definitely some more darker, like, kind of like shocking moments in the game. Oh, yeah. I'm a little annoyed because, you know, when the game was announced a few months ago, 
the media, now that we know what the game was, the media was shown the first clearing the house scene in England, and they were shown the scene in the flashback with the uh, freedom fighter as a young girl having to kill the Russian soldier. And they said it was very graphic, very, you know, how could they even come up with this stuff? Yeah, it's shocking, but it's not that shocking. I mean, it's kind of, to some extent, what actually happens. That's true. Like, this game is, for one, not actually just promoting violence and military. It kind of shows you the bad sides to it as well. It's not just glorification. Yeah, no, this is not, like... And I've seen this thrown around how, like, oh, the events are being changed where Americans are the good guys and all that. And, like, that may be the case to tell the story, but there's a scene where they get back from a big mission and all of a sudden America is just putting our allies, the freedom fighters, on the list to be killed, even though they just helped us big time. And, yeah, thanks for your service. Um, If we see you on the battlefield, we're going to kill you. Like, that's a dick move right there. So... And then, yeah, the CIA lady freaking out after, like, every other thing Price did. So, yeah, Americans might be portrayed kind of as the hero here, but also they're shown to be a bit of an asshole. Yeah, because the uh, Americans pulled out of, uh, they pulled out of, what's it called? They told the Alex, in quotes, as I put it, that that we're pulling you guys out. You guys are done. He's like, "What, what do you mean? There's still people. And then he chose to go back in there, and she was like, well, then technically you're not with us yeah it's like you know i mean obviously the cia does their own things but you always hear how the cia does whatever they want but when you actually see it in person it is fucked up when you think about it so i'm happy the game does show a bit of that at least uh did you have any complaints about the story yeah i got one complaint veterans actually not that hard okay i guess that's what they have realism for but you know that's true. What do you feel they could do to make it harder? Less checkpoints? Yeah, less checkpoints. I okay. mean, they make the game cool. That's the thing. Like, this isn't a hard platinum to get by any means. I think the original Call of Duty was a lot more difficult to get that platinum for, even though there was a glitch that I know both you and me had used. Yes. To get the veteran done, because veteran in that game was fucking fierce. You were not surviving that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was back in the days of that in World of War where the uh, the enemies would just constantly respawn unless you just forced your way up. But you couldn't because you get shot to death. This one, you kind of have to clear out enemies and then you can move up. And there's so many checkpoints. So yeah. like, it's a good thing. But... Yeah, no, this is definitely... Uh, so I haven't gotten it yet, but I'm working on the uh, veteran campaign. And I, I agree with you. Um, I love the Black, uh, Black Ops series. But my main issue for them is I can never platinum it because their veteran has always been a bit harder. And then you always have the zombie trophy bullshit. So this game doesn't have zombies, but there's not even zombie or multiplayer trophies. If you can do everything in the campaign, there is you'll get your platinum. Spec trophies, though. There's one, but that doesn't mean for the platinum. So for PlayStation That's... people, it doesn't matter. That is true. But for Xbox, yeah, you need 100%. You're going to have to get that one Spec Ops trophy. But... Uh, for the actual plot-wise, I did have an issue with the ending. I felt that was rushed. Why? Well, I just feel like, especially with, uh, quote, Alex having his death, I would have liked the scene at least where more people recognized that he died. Now... I think that's for a reason. 
We'll get into your reason for a minute, but personally, if they're going to make the fact that he's dead, you should hype that up more and have a somber moment or two to hone the point that he is dead. Price is sad. Farah is sad. And let's move on. I think Farah is the most sad. I don't think Price would really care that much. But I think she's the only one that was somewhat sad because that's the only one we saw be sad. It's true. Even the CIA lady, right, who did kind of like Alex, right? She was his boss. Nothing. But, uh... Mike, you have a theory about Alex now. Uh, what is it? I do. It's not just my theory, but it is the theory of some people amongst my community who believe Alex is actually ghost. Now, at the end, of course, spoilers here. At the end, Price is making his Task Force 141. And you're hearing a whole bunch of comeback names uh, being... Soap, you find out Kyle Garrick was actually Gaz the whole time. You've been playing as Gaz the entire time. Yeah. Nice twist, Um, too. Yeah, it was. So, and then they also mentioned Simon Riley, and she's like, oh, no picture? And he's like, yeah, there's no ever, like, there's no pictures of this guy ever. So, here's the thing. A lot of people are thinking Alex's ghost because we never see Alex die. He's never... He's technically not dead on screen. He's killed off screen. But even then, we don't know if he's actually dead. Mm-hmm. Because Farron never brings it up again. The okay. CIA doesn't acknowledge it. Captain Price doesn't acknowledge it. Nobody acknowledges it. And you don't even hear Captain Price or Gaz at the end when he's saying, I'm not making it out of here. And they're like, all right. Like, you don't hear Captain Price say anything. You don't hear... Uh, guess anything. So I think low key they helped him get out, and he's well, see, now. Did he say that though? Because I remember like, oh, he's ready to blow the charges. So Price and guys were assuming that, okay, he's out. Let's go. Because that's why I really thought not having a scene after of them learning he's dead hurt it a bit. Because I thought I didn't hear him say, "I can't make it out." Like no, Farron knows. He says it. Now. Right at the end, before he blows it up, and he okay, says, "I can't." Have to listen to that, then. Goes, All right, blow it. All right, I'm gonna have to listen to that because if you're talking about the scene where Pharaoh's on the uh, on the chopper and he says that, yeah. then yeah, then that makes it more suspicious. But then also to add to your theory, we saw today now on the official Call of Duty site for the games, uh, they had main characters up on a screen, like you know, uh, posters and all that, and the only one that has quotes around their name is Alex. Yep. Uh, the CIA lady also mentions that, you know, uh, it's either her or Alex mentions that, you know, not really my real name, use different names because I am CIA. So who's to say his real name isn't Simon Riley? Um, it's true. Who's to say? Maybe the CIA was in on this and was like, okay, if you get the chance to uh, get out of here by yourself, do so. And you're going to be on your next mission by yourself. New identity. So maybe that's the case. We don't know. It's possible. But then on the flip side, wouldn't the CIA lady know his real name? That's true. Well, we're assuming she knows more about him than we know she does. Yes. Unless he was just brought in and she was also given a fake name. And that's what's great about Ghost. Even though he's been in it for one game, is there's multiple layers you can write about this dude. Yep. Alex is a ghost. He could be. Before we go on to multiplayer, what do you think of the setup for the sequel? We now have a, the old Task Force 141. We have Zakaya's son making moves, yeah. and we have Al-Assad 
coming back as a modern terrorist. So it seems like they're taking a lot of elements from Modern Warfare 1 again. Because yeah. Modern Warfare 1, Al-Assad is the leader. Uh, Zakai's son was like a loser, you know, in like the typical like Adidas pants and sweatpants, died in one mission. He's now becoming a heavy, looks like the main antagonist, uh, possibly. So that would yeah, be interesting. But I am wondering how they're going to keep this fresh because they're obviously, for now anyway, keeping away from Makarov, which I think is smart. He had his two full games. But we both spent quite a bit of time now the past few days over on multiplayer, another big part of Call of Duty. Uh, obviously, since it's Modern Warfare game, there are no jetpacks. There are no special abilities. There's no jumping around like jackrabbits. So, Mike, do you appreciate these changes and bring it back to some classic Call of Duty gameplay? I do. I really do. Yeah, I feel the same way. The sliding thing is still taking some getting used to. It is, but I do find it better than the dolphin dive people used to do. Yeah. It makes more realistic that you would slide across the floor and not just jump belly first onto a ground. But yeah, I mean, I've been enjoying it too. It's same style as the old Modern Warfare games. But there have been quite a few issues with the game as well. Yeah, the spawning, that's uh, still yep. needs to be worked. Spawning on some maps, especially Piccadilly, is straight up broken. So if you're doing yep. a team deathmatch and you get cornered into one side of the um, map, you can just camp there. Like, it's not a bad thing for you because you can hide behind cars and people got to come to you. There are other maps where, yeah, spawning is just broken. But the main issue is camping. Now, camping's been like a joking, like, dick move for Call of Duty for years now. It's been a common thing. But this year, it seems to be a lot worse because it seems like the maps and the gameplay right now, it encourages you to camp. If you run and gun, you're going to die quick. And I think camping with a combination of a shotgun stat with crazy range. Yeah, you know, th that one shotgun is ridiculous. It is. So there's definitely, there's a good foundation here for over the next few months to have a great multiplayer with more maps. Because uh, the gameplay itself, when it works, it's great. Feels great. The gun sounds, the moving around, it's all good. But there's that. There's that personal radar you get that I don't even know what it does. Yeah, the personal it radar, kind of useless. it doesn't really work. I've noticed like I mean my recommendation is as soon as you get the UAV just switch to that and work on the four kills for that it'll be a lot more useful yeah so Mike do you have any personal favorite weapons you like to use in uh, multiplayer that maybe others would like to use uh well any that stand out because we've been both been doing the uh, weapon master mission so we've been trying out different guns yes I am a huge fan of the M4 I think it is still yeah the M4 the M4, and I'm starting to really like the, basically what would be the M14, the EBR, or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I would recommend the uh, M4 as well. I know for a lot of people that pre-ordered, you kind of got a specialized version right off the bat. So immediately getting a mid-tier gun when you're first few levels, it's a huge bonus. Feels good. So for new players who don't have that, if you can work your way up to an M4, definitely. And definitely would recommend doing the missions and the uh, daily challenges. You know, you'll get stuff that would be useful later on. But Mike, do you have any other thoughts about Modern Warfare? Seems like we cover a lot. We haven't. I, I we both haven't played Spec Ops, so we're kind of just avoiding that right now. But <sighs> Word Online is that it's not good. So Matt will be really? waiting on that. Yeah, that's a shame. Uh, apparently, they did not do enough testing. Uh, either the maps, the matches don't work, or it's too difficult. 
And yeah, people have been having issues with that and it seems to be tacked on last minute. So probably stay away from that for a while. That's unfortunate because, you know, they clearly say the story continues there. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they add that post credit scene like a movie right at the end credits. And for anyone that tries, apparently it's not a good time. Goddamn shame. But otherwise, uh, this overall between campaign and multiplayer is a very solid Call of Duty ca- uh, game overall. It is the best in years. And so far, early sales figures shown it is the best-selling one this console generation. So that makes it the past six years. So people are obviously responding very well. And I just hope to keep updating with maps as they're supposed to. Maybe that rumored Battle Royale mode comes out. Uh, Should be a good time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And if anyone has actually played Modern Warfare already and has some thoughts about it, Mike, where could they let us know about it? Well, you guys have always plethora of options to let us know first one being our email which is entertainment expansion at outlook.com second is our instagram page feel free to leave a comment send us a direct message whatever tickles your fancy i believe this will be on youtube if not fuck it come on check out our youtube channel which is also entertainment expansion where we talk about a whole bunch of movies what's going on in the entertainment world we as always we will look forward from hearing from you that's right and we got all types of movie discussions up there and we will most likely continue that next week but for now enjoy this little uh video game stop and that will be it for this week's episode of entertainment expansion thank you for listening and we'll see you next week